how do you know when how much is enough? Like I think that's the hardest question was everybody is always asking, how do you know how much you should want something in order to not uh, mess it up for yeah. yourself? Okay. That, that's right. Uh, my, my, my former coach told me there's like a light button. So you have the light on or you have the light off. And uh, it's like this. If you go to the training and uh, even my training lessons when I'm teaching uh, are the same. You need to find the right balance. You need to have time when there is... 100% when you have to do everything and you have to be exhausted. But there has to be a time when you need to relax, you need to learn, you need to cool down. And um, this, this is very important. But the most important point, and I think many athletes today, especially the young ones, they, they don't have it from themselves. They don't, I don't know why. Uh, to, if the, the light is on, the light needs to be on. And this is it's very, very important. And sometimes they don't get the, the, the way to, to focus at the, at the right point. There's so many distractions today with the media, with everything else. So I think it's really important to refocus. And then if you do your work afterwards, just to let go and to relax. And so if you find this balance, it's very important. And I try to teach it uh, to my students. So one example, for example, school. I tell my students, if you do school very well, then you have time for the training. Then you are relaxed and then you can focus on, on your tournaments and on training. But if you don't do this work, then the other one, the other work on the sports, on the tatami, uh, won't be successful. And this for me is, is the thing. Do it, put the light on and sometimes put the light off and just let it go. But But you decide when and you need to decide yeah i think that's a great advice that i think that the next question is that's so hard though right because when you want to become the best a world champion build an incredible business become an actor musician or whatever it is it almost takes over you as a person uh, which is sometimes a negative, right? That's what we're talking about. How do you how do you switch it off? How do you just like bam? That's uh, that's the art. That's the art. Um, I think uh, this. My experience was uh, that I um, need needed to learn it from people uh, who can do uh, who do it very well, and uh, to have role models, to have people that that they are same way like you. So um, of course I'm different to everybody else, but but I I see how people who are successful who do it very well and uh, who are positive and the positivity you also told in the beginning is a very important thing. So you you need to you need to be positive also to reach your goals and uh, but you don't have to be too disappointed if there's something uh, you don't get. So my my main. My main uh, um, in my life, my main words were: uh, you have to hope for the best, and you have to be aware of the worst, so you won't get uh, disappointed. So you you have to be positive. You have to want this, and you you will get it if you're positive. But if if sometimes there's disappointment, you don't have to be down. You have to step up. You have to to be uh, strong and and work uh, uh, even more to get the thing. I, and I think that comes with experience too. Uh, I've seen a lot of athletes and I'm in sales. I see a lot of salespeople. I see a lot of people trying to become better. And when they reach, 
one or two failures, they 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 take it as an excuse to not continue. And what do you want to say to those people? Because learning all these things that we are talking about, right? This is high level mindset. And I think the only way to learn that is to, you know, lose and to not get what you want. Because if you always get what you want, it, it's hard to learn those lessons. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, I think uh, it's it's totally the, the right point I'm also co uh, convinced of. Um, when I was starting my career as athlete, uh, every match I had like a paper book and I read what did I did go, uh, good, but the more, more important thing were my mistakes, the things I can do better. And this was for me like even a bigger chance uh, to, to learn from, from my mistakes than to learn from my, from my things that I did good. And uh, my first three or four years, every match, every tournament, I did this. We just went through whole Europe just to go to the tournaments. And the first tournament, I lost in first round. Second tournament, first round. Then maybe second round, third round. After two or three tournaments, I was uh, getting to the, to the medal matches. And then step by step, I won my, my tournaments. And uh, nearly every tournament, then afterwards, I, I got results. And uh, this was like experience for me. And I, I'm telling it every time to everybody, you need to... To, to start from the from the scratch you need to go step by step upwards that's that's very difficult uh, maybe if you're so talented and gifted you get uh, what you want in the first place but but for me this was like um, this was like a process and this process made me better as a, as an athlete as a trainer as a person as a husband uh, as everything in my life so to do to to be uh, aware that you can do mistakes and to learn from this and uh, one very important uh, sentence i'm telling every every time you do much stuff then you do much mistakes but it's very important to do a mistake only one time the same mistake and this is a thing I, I was trying to, and everybody I'm telling to, I think is, is, is right, is in the same opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And uh, one thing that I'm, I'm thinking a lot about, you're working with a lot of young athletes, coaching them. What challenges do you see uh, today with people that are trying to become better at their sport or their thing? What are the main challenges and what are your ideas for overcoming them? As I think um, one point I, I told you before is like uh, the focus, the focus on 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 the goal. And sometimes maybe uh, it's it's not very good to have a too too high goal to reach. Like uh, I told also before, to do step by step, to to maybe go to the tournament or to go uh, to to the school and just just tell, okay, I need to have a small uh, success like to get one point in the tournament or two points or maybe uh, win a match. So this is a, is a goal uh, that, that is reachable and afterwards you're, you're happy. Because uh, if I send my athletes to a high-level tournament and then say you need to get first place, it's, it's no, no chance. So if you, if you set your athletes the right goals and if you give the good feedback and if uh, you, you just uh, try to learn from the situations, I think this would be uh, the best thing. I think sometimes that's better because if I look at my best performances in my life, I was the happiest. I relax, you know, I'm happy, I have fun. Uh, 
one thing that I learned, I think it was on Monday, I spoke to someone and they told me about how do you act when you perform? That was the question. And it was an artist. I think it was a singer. And most people are so serious and focused. And he said, I act like the people coming to watch me. You know, when you go on a concert, why are people there? To have fun, to enjoy. And if I am the singer, should I not enjoy? I think it's the same for, for karate and for every sport. We forget, we want to hold on. My father is my sensei too. He always talk about the sand. If you have sand in your hand, if you grasp too hard, everything is gone. Too loose, everything is gone. You have to find that moment. But if we don't enjoy, why does it matter? Uh, have you seen athletes that have been champions that are not happy? Well, they are not happy. Maybe, maybe some of them. For example, I know Gogeta Arganya from Georgia. He is a warrior. Yeah. He have done very nice results. He, the Georgia um, grow up because he have done excellent work. And all days, uh, all 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 tournaments, he seems to be sad. Maybe is his posture. But what I do, for example, I have a um, a program that I do. I, I have some athletes in the national team, and uh, uh, when they are preparing the European and uh, World tournaments, I have the list of the athletes that are gonna compete in that category. category. And I just make um, uh, tactical situation to my athletes understand how is that athlete, and they have a lot of information. First of all, is how is this country? This country have a lot of athletes or not competing their competitions? Why? Because the uh, if we have too many athletes, they can support each other. And that is the most important for the athlete that is competing. So if they have the support of the people in the grades, because the other ones don't want to support him. Maybe the public, but sometimes when we go to other country, the other guys don't support you. So you have your friends. If you have like Spain that normally goes with 20, 30, they're going to make noise. And they this can be good for that athlete. And we have some countries, uh, and after that, I write there if um, they are um, very noisy or if they are silent, uh, if they do too much silence. And for example, exist some countries, they are too much, maybe it's not sad, but they are cold. Maybe it's for, for, for the weather, for example, Russia. You, it's hard to see them smile, but it's also hard to see them pushing for each other. So I don't know. Sometimes they they win and they are seems to be happy, but sometimes they're not uh, because I don't know. I think all people um, all people want to, to win and all people all people um, are glad to win. They stay glad, but sometimes they um, show to the others their um, happiness. But sometimes they just need to get themselves uh, okay, good. But um, 
sometimes exist uh, other things that we don't understand. For example, prize money. You know, um, in our case, maybe we don't get it. But for example, uh, we know that in uh, European games in in Azerbaijan, um, the, the first ones, uh, Azerbaijan for gold medal have um, win half a million. So imagine this: when you are fighting, uh, if I have participated in that tournament, maybe my country uh, don't give me nothing because before we we are not uh, Olympic sport. So imagine the difference. How you can put in your hand that that guy, or if you win, you get half a million. You know the the difference. Sometimes, uh, sometimes this makes the difference. You know, to win, you're gonna stay with uh, a nice life, but the other guy, if win or lose, gonna be the same. Yeah. So. You are happy, no? If you win what, half a million, you're gonna stay happy. <laughs> so, so, I think just one smile, they're gonna hear, gonna give it. So, yeah. uh, yes, there's some countries that don't um, show too much their happiness, but I think all people, all athletes, uh, stay like that. Uh, everybody wants to win. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to win, for sure. I'm curious, after becoming a junior world medalist and doing something that no one had done in your country. Uh, what happened to your mindset at that time? Do you remember? Uh, was that uh, helping you in other competitions or did you feel more pressure to perform? I changed the way of thinking. Of course, this happened to uh, too many athletes. When you get a medal and you go to a next competition, imagine, I have done the world champion and I get the medal. And after that, I go to um, a national champion. This, uh, you're gonna have a lot of pressure. Just you do to yourself because you are the medalist. So you have a, a medal in the world and all guys want to beat you. And if they beat you, they're gonna tell that I win the guy that he won the uh, bronze medal. So I'm better than them than, than him. This always happened, but it's not true because that was the moment. In the world champion, you have to work with all pressure, with the country, uh, with the, if the federation or with someone supporting you. You need to win because um, federations grow with results. So it's different, different pressure, but exists. So after that, I always give uh, um, uh, important to my opponent, always even if he's the first time competing. Why? Because I look to him, see him um, uh, doing the warm-up, and I just think, the guy is good doing this, the guy is good doing that, the guy is good, is good doing this. And this starting, uh, starting to uh, make my heart go fast. You know, I was like, okay, when I enter to the tatami, in that moment that I enter, I just think, the other guy is good, but I'm better than him, so I'm going to win. That's always what I do in a competition. Because it's not purpose, but uh, the, but it's the way that I can um, control my head. You know, that outside I can see all the good things in my opponent, but inside 
I change the mentality. He's good, but I'm better, and I'm gonna win. That's it. I'm just I just come here to win. Okay, if I lose, okay, there's no problem, and I try to solve quickly that problem. Yeah, because uh, we are maybe 70, just one stay in the first place. Just uh, three get medal. Okay, all the guys lose. Uh, uh, half of this, 35 go in the first round. If I pass the uh, to the second round, okay, it's not bad because 35 get out. Okay, if I lose in the first round, okay, we have stayed 35. Why? Because the other 35 have, have been better. So we have always to think we are not the worst. Okay, we, we, we are like the others, but... Sometimes we can go a little more forward. Sometimes we can get the principal medal. And so sometimes we cannot. We need uh, a lot of things uh, working uh, to our side. So uh, what's, what's in uh, your goals right now? How long are you going to compete? And what are, you, uh, what are your goals? So uh, at this time, um, I don't know if I'm gonna still competing. Maybe in styles competition, but I'm now uh, gonna foc focus more in the, in my athletes in the, in the other projects that I have yeah. uh, that I can speak a little bit after that. Um, for example, why? Because um, I have uh, 35 years old, and um, um, the tournaments stop a little bit, and now. The, the things are different. For example, I'm under 84, but I'm uh, very short for the category. Before, all guys of under 84 have my height, but now, no. All guys are very tall. We have the world champion, the Croatian guy, have two meters. So it's, it's difficult to fight with them. Why? Because they, they are fast, they are big, and do I get a point? I need to be more fast than him. So it's crazy. We have to work a lot. We have to, we spend too much energy and we are not, we don't have the same energy because it's too many years doing the same. Um, so I keep training all days in the morning and in the afternoon, but I don't know if uh, maybe I have, a, I will continue uh, until the Olympics because I, I'm in the, um, top uh, 100 and uh, I'm going to see if I have the possibility to go to Paris and to uh, see the qualification um, for the, the Olympics, but it's very, very, very difficult. And what have you learned from seeing the world? You know, what have you learned from meeting people from so many places all over the world? Well, I, I think one of the most important thing is to, to you know, to, to have an open mind and to understand that, you know, that sometimes you're going to see some things that are very different from, from your belief or from, from, from um, what you usually do. But uh, even with those differences, you can have really good friends, you know, and, and you can enjoy also uh, uh, good things. So, so, so I think one of, I think this is one of the most important things, you know, to, to try to learn and to try to accept the differences we have, no, and 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 um, understanding this is 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 I think is is very interesting. Yeah, it, it certainly is. You know, I love traveling, and you know, you realize when you meet people that we're all 
we're all very similar in a way. We're, we all want to be loved. We all want to feel happy. We all want to feel successful. And uh, I mean, one thing that I'm, I'm curious about uh, your life, there are young, young people watching this. They're like, oh, they love what you have done, what you have created. Like, what, can you just talk a little bit, what does it really take to become a world champion? Because everybody wants to be a world champion, but it's, it's a big difference between wanting and actually <laughs> doing the work. Totally, totally. You know, I, I always said that when, when I was, um, I think I had like maybe 12 or 13 years and, and I start I, I watched like one of the first uh, videos of a world championship and I said like, okay, I want to be world champion. And um, I, I remember at that time, it was difficult to have access to those videos. No, and it's not like these days you have all these possibilities. <laughs> uh, I, I, I had a, a, a cassette, you know, a VHS, Cause, and, and, and I saw my first World Championship there and I was like, oh yeah, I want to be there, you know? And so I start, sometimes I, at home, I play like I was in the World Championship and I was playing like doing some kata, maybe uh, a kata I didn't know fully or more advanced kata, I saw a little pieces and, and you know, saying, oh, I'm doing this kata. And then uh, imagine I was in the podium and, you know, and, and, in, and the national anthem was uh, playing and people was, you know, uh, cheering and everything. and and it was for me it was a, a game a play I, I, I didn't know what I was doing but now I understand that I was doing something very um, powerful that is uh, visualizing or visualization you know so it's, it's, it's something also I, I use in my mental training and uh, like you say okay at that moment I, I knew I want to be our champion but and, and of course I, 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 I see myself there but then you know I think where most of the people fail is, you know, on the way to get there, you, you, you have to do a lot of sacrifices. You have to, because sometimes you have to, yeah, for, with your friends, but um, enjoy it is, 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 um, is not that as of a sacrifice. But um, I think the difference is, is the, is the uh, from the people who, who said they want to be, is, is the work. I think the work is the most important. If, if, if you want to do something, you have to work for it. It's not just saying, of course, like I said, visualizing and saying I want it is very important. It's very powerful, but it's 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 every day. You know, it's it's waking up early in the morning, doing the training. You know, um, of course, uh, correcting. Then go again next year, next day, and and try again and try again and try again. So I think the the the, the work and the consistency on on that work is 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 the difference uh, to to reach that. I love that. And, and I think also realizing that you might not win the first time because I saw, I looked at your results from way back. You didn't medal the first mm. time. You were continually improving, right? And yes, yes. I think that is something because I meet a lot of people. My father is my sensei and I've taught a lot of kids too. And if they can't win the first time, a lot of people, unfortunately, they quit. And uh, I think that's that's so sad because there's, what is potential, what is talent, and what is a good mindset? It's the work that we actually do every day, right? Of course, of course. And I think I learned this from, from a very young age. I, I was, I was um, uh, in my first competitions. I, I, when I was a kid, 
uh, I was not winning, you know, even I think my, my, my parents, they didn't, you know, they, they were not so sure I was going to do good, <laughs> but uh, I kept doing, you know, I kept, I kept, I kept working, going to tournaments. And like you say, at the, at the beginning, it was not the, the, I was not meddling, but in some way I knew I can, I can get there. So, so I keep trying, trying, trying. And, and I think that first years I, I get that competitive mind, you know, of not giving up and always trying to, 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 if, if I don't get it, try again and try again and try again. So I think, um, like I say, it's, 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 it's work, it's patience. Uh, and, and of course it's, it's, uh, yeah, you know, being, being very, um, yeah, consistent and, and constant with, with trying. And how do you, during all those, these years, how have you said no to all the excitement from other areas? You know, how have you been able to stay focused and for such a long time? Well, I think I, I always try to look for a balance, you know, and, and of course it's not the time, you know, like, okay, this, this time for, you know, being relaxed or, or, or think about it, another thing. Uh, also with the with the routines, you know, sometimes uh, when, when you are training for a competition, maybe your diet is very strict. But you know, I, I always try to keep that that balance for for you know, and, and of course enjoying what you're doing, but but not restricting for you know having fun also and enjoying other other things in life. I um, I remember training with with Inoue Sensei in Japan, and and sometimes we train until maybe 10, 11 in the night. And after that, he said like, okay, we're going to karaoke. And, <laughs> and today we want to have one beer. Uh, and, and, you know, he always said like, okay, life is balanced. You have to be relaxed, smile, so you can perform well. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I mean, my best performances when I competed in karate was when I was balanced. You know, sometimes I put too much pressure in my mind and it didn't work out for me. And I'm curious for for you. Do you wh- when do you perform the best? Because I think if you're too relaxed, is not good. But if it's too much pressure, is not good either, right? You need to find that balance. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, in in 2004 uh, was the the I I, I already had a, a bronze medal. My first bronze medal was in 2002. So that that year, the the, the world championship was in in Mexico. So so because it was in in America. Um, uh, many people were expecting, okay, I, I, I can win the gold medal in that time. And, and I already bet, beat, uh, I already was, um, you know, winning and, and some European tournaments and in some opens. And, and when I got to that competition, I was so pressured about, you know, what everyone, everyone else was thinking. So uh, in the first katas, I, I lost, I think it was in quarterfinal, I lost with Luca. And, and after that, I had to do two more matches to get the bronze medal for the repetition. And it was not easy matches. I, I had to beat France and, and then Japan for the medal. So I, I, I went out and, and I beat France and beat Japan 5-0. So everybody was saying like, wow, what a difference. You know, it was the same day, but what a difference be- between the first three katas and then the, the last two. You know, you, you, you seem like, totally different persons, you know? And I think that that pressure I had before, you know, losing was making me not performing at my best, you know? Yeah, 
I, I love that. And also it, it's a great realization to pe- for people to understand that sometimes you have to start over uh, and do things that might not be directly on your path, but it helps you on the path and keep the vision in your mind. Uh, can we talk about Bushido? What does Bushido mean to you? And how, how can a regular person who doesn't do karate and doesn't do martial art, how can Bushido help them? Bushido help you like a help the persons, the people in the different ways. You know? For example, we have the values of Bushidos. We have the values. What are the values? It's like courage, is uh, respect, honesty, and gratitude. So this kind of value, they have seven values that is making your base, make your the the core value that's very important to keep your way because when you have a difficult time you're gonna come to your values and let's see if your actions is not gonna be against your values so that's is important to keep the values in your mind as a company the company has to have their own values and all employees have to follow this value once they not follow the values, they doesn't worth to keep them there. So the same, you have, a, you have a, some good times in our life, but also you have some difficult times in our life. So you have to keep the values in your mind to keep your way and to keep moving forward, but with the value that is so important. Otherwise, you're not going to be, you're going to be like a, you're gonna be missing yourself in the during your journal. So the value is so important. And the Bushido also they have a three states of mind that I, is very important to understand. That is a state of mind is the how the way you prepare your mind to challenge and to achieve your goals and the the different ways. For example, you have the Zanshin. Zanshin is means to be aware, is awareness. Well, aware of what? Aware with the uh, be ready, awareness, be ready. Forget another opportunity, forget a big opportunity, or to be aware for something bad not happen to you. For example, you go to, uh, you drive. So your gas is not full. Your gas is almost empty. So this is, you have to be in Zanshin. Zanshin, you have to stop to the gas station, put your gas. Otherwise, if you are, no, a little bit more, a little bit more, I'm gonna go a little bit more. And could happen, you stop in the middle of the road, the middle of the, the, the traffic. So this, you, don't, you didn't have Zanshin because you're not prepare yourself to keep going. So you have to stop, you have to get the bus, or you have to get the Uber or taxi, stop the gas station, get the gas station, or you have to call to the company to, like, uh, to bring you your car, you know, to tow you your cars. So this you don't have Zanshin. But also Zanshin's work for the opportunity. When you see something, you're going to, get this opportunity. This is the same for the fight. When you punch, 
you have to be ready to defend yourself. Otherwise, the guy is going to counter and you punch or I hit him and you oh I hit him and you relax and the guy is going to punch you. Yeah. But also, you hit, the guys accuse the technique and you stop. You didn't get the opportunity to continue to finish that fight. So this is Zanshin. Also, you have Bushin. Bushin is a state of mind that you not judge. Less ego inside you. Not judge, oh, this guy is so strong. Oh, this guy is weak. Oh, there's so many people watching me. How can I fight if so many people watch me? Oh, if I make a mistake, what's going to happen? It's a judgment. When you have a judgment in your mind, your mind is full of judgment. And you're not ready to act and not ready to react. Also, you have think first and create the hesitate in your mind. When you hesitate, the time is change and you miss the opportunity. So this is mushin. Mushin, when you fight, you just see the opportunity to get your technique. Not worry about if you're gonna win or lose, no. And this make you have a, when you have a confidence, you be ready to apply this mushin. And fudoshin is, imagine you are in the fight, you get a beat up, the guys hit you, the guys smash you. Pudoshin is a state of mind that you not break mentally. You get a beat up physically, but mentally you still there in the fight as the same way you not get a beat up. So the mental is ready and not effective, you not broke mentally, and you'll be ready to revert the situation because you're not break mentally. When you when you are when you broke mentally, if you break mentally, everything's make harder to make you go to survive, to make you achieve your goal, to make you revert the situation because you already broke mentally. So these three state of mind. I'm gonna repeat: Zanshin, Bushin. Fudoshin. This is a Bushido state of man, state of mind that is very important to take this mindset to bring to our everyday life. It's not easy. It's simple. It's not easy. But if you practice every day, you can be better every day. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think that's uh, that's amazing. It it is the way of the warrior. One thing that I uh, wanted to discuss with you is that you know living with bushi sometimes it's easier when life is going well right when you're succeeding uh, then it's good to easy to have courage to be honest and to do all these things but when things are not going well it's easy to do the bad things that you know are wrong uh, what do you want to sell say to those people that are constantly making they know what's right but they're constantly making the wrong decisions because they they think it's a shortcut yeah that is important to mention because this is gonna bring you the happiness the happiness could be do the right things do the things that you have to do right but to do the things you you have to do the right things 
you have to have a courage. If you don't have a courage, let's help this. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> I'm going to be right here. Then turn off by itself. Yeah. I want to let this. So yes, the do the things right is very important. You no, know? sometimes you tend to do not so the rights the the they they have to do the right things, but the happiness comes from this kind of attitude. When you do the right things, you do what you have to do, you need the courage. The courage gives you the honor. The honor gives you the better self-esteem. When you have the better self-esteem, you're going to be happy because you follow the all things. But when you like a miss one of these value you miss one of the things that you should do you tend to suffer more for example if you see the sometimes depression the people has like uh depressions anxiety and they think that they make it more nervous and for example you you should do one thing for example the simple thing Somebody gives something to you and you didn't like. You would like to say to these persons one thing, but you didn't have the courage to do that. You say, no, no, if I do this, the guy is going to do that. So you, you didn't do what you should do. And this is coming to your mind. This is still going to your mind. You're never going to digest this thing. It's going to be there. So this is going to, it's going to make you not have happy in your life because the simple thing is still in your mind all the time. You never release that thing. But when you create courage, okay, this is bother me. This thing, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to say to him. Doesn't matter if you're going to like or not. I create courage. I'm going to talk to him. And you talk. And this thing is going to release you from your mind because you did what you should do. So this is going to give you the courage you did and honor. Honor to, to who? To them? No, to yourself. And that's going to make you grow your self-esteem because you feel more confidence. When the self-esteem comes to you, you're going to feel more happiness. You're going to feel more happy about your life. And this is going to walk through your life as you like uh, you not you not like uh, you not have to do something to order how can i say like you not own like uh, i own this guy no because your life is simple and you you do what you, you have to do no? it's incredible and it it also shows that you know you people always don't know the full story, right? Because you look at the records and say, oh, yeah. he plays third. He should have been the happiest guy in the world. And then all this shit is going on in your life. And that, 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 I think that's a great lesson to understand that winning is not always the same as happiness. Can you agree with that? Yes. Um, winning uh, in the championship, winning also depends on, on the effort you put. 
And I can tell you that because, you know, when I was world champion, oh, I was the most happy man on earth. Because I was training like crazy. I remember, I have a daughter. And I say to my wife, I don't want my daughter to do the same because I know what, what, what I have passed through. The, the pain, the tears, everything. And uh, I was training like six hours a day. I was, I was a damn machine. I was just a machine uh, doing push-ups nonstop, 150 push-ups nonstop, sit-ups, I don't know, 500 of them, making quality trainings till, till, till my knees goes on the floor. And uh, so I was really, really happy at the World Championship uh, when I, uh, in Munich. And I did really good fights. And when you see the videos, I, I, I don't know if you saw the videos of Munich. I've seen it. Uh, on a certain time, I was losing against that, that guy from, from Venezuela that, that was really good. Yeah. And again, it was only the mental part that says, fuck, you have to continue. You have to go on till the last, last second. And after, bam, 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 everything goes back. And I feel that, that positive motivation coming back and, you know, everything goes wild. Yeah. In 2002, uh, when it came for the World Championship in Madrid, I have a very tough draw. Uh, I think first round was Iran, second round, uh, Cyprus, third round, Russia. Then Turkey, Alagash. Then in semi-final, I had uh, Spain. And in final, I have Di Domenico from uh, Italy. And I made, you know, I did not train for that world championship. Why? Because I, you know, I had to make a choice. Having money, because with quality, I could, by being of a national team, even for Croatia, I get nothing. So... My work was my club. I had my club at that moment and I needed to give class. So I didn't have the chance to, um, to make the training I did for 2000. I remember only one week before I started running, running, doing some, some quality work. And, but by my experience, I reached, I reached the final. I lost the final. I could win it. When you see the match, it was tough, tough. You know, yeah. I was a bit angry, but I say, oh, I'm happy for him. It's good. And I went back and I said to my dad, you know, this time I'm vice world champion. I'm not happy and I'm not sad. It's time I'm stopped. It's time for me to stop competition. I don't want to drag it and, and to make like a lot of fighters so long as possible. And that, that people will see them like, oh, he's nothing anymore. I say to my dad, I want to go out with a really good level. Yeah. And I went out and I was still good. Yeah. And I came back to what I really loved, that was training. Yeah. And kicking people's asses on training. <laughs> and here... After I, I was contacted by people from Australia and my first, I put another challenge and my next challenge was being the best trainer in the world. Yeah. So you see, I, I, I've put myself challenges 
Be a national champion, be a European champion, be a senior European champion, be a senior world champion. And after I was like a bit bored. I, I did everything. Okay, I, I have a good club now. I need another challenge. And that other challenge was I need to be the best coach. I need to be a good coach. First, it was to be a good coach, yeah. a hard coach. And I came back. I remember I came back in my dojo training hard, hard, hard. And my level went up again. And I was contacted by Australia to, give, to, to go to the IAS. And I think there are still stories there people from Australia know because they were not respectful. You know, uh, the, those guys, they were kids. They were kids playing, going out. And for me, is that a national team? I've put all the guys of the national team and I say, I'm a trainer and I will kill everyone here. <laughs> and I ask, I remember I asked uh, Concassis, that was a, 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 a referee, to referee. I did, if I remember well, I did 34 matches nonstop. 30 second pose between each matches. And I won all of them. I lost one point. Can we and just so talk about that? Like, what, what is it with you that you do that? You know, you talk about training. You, you train till you fall apart. And, like, what's going on in your mind? How can you push yourself more than most people? Like, what is it in your mind? Like, what, what are you seeing when you're training? Um, I try to push myself first because I want – like I said before, I want to be, when I did the last competition, I knew my level was not so good as 2000. Yeah. So I say to myself, you have to wake up. You have to wake up or you will be like everyone else. And I know how it is in Kuala. Your name is there, the day after your name is not there anymore. And you, if you want to be someone we remember, you have to be exceptional. And we know people that are exceptionals. Rafael Agaev is someone exceptional. Uh, Jose Manuel Aguirre is someone exceptional. Wayne Otto is someone exceptional. Biamonti is someone exceptional. Everyone with his little story and his kind, uh, Pina, because he came with the kicks. But I know people better that people forgot. Example, Sedina Balde. He's a great guy, but no one remember him. If you ask a kid who is Sedina Balde, he would look at you, I don't know. And that guy was also exceptional, but didn't perform enough. And I didn't want to be like them. And I wanted to be remembered. Because I think the day you die, the day you die, people have to remember what, you, what was your acts, what was your actions. So you have to let, to, to let something, your fingerprint there. What do you want to, how do you want people remember you the day you kicked the bucket? So the day I will be too old and I will go out of, the, uh, of, the, of there, I want people to remember me first as a good competitor that was complete because I could succeed in both disciplines 
So I could, I can be remembered like a true Kuratika. Yeah. And second, and second, like a good coach in both disciplines again. Yeah. And like a good man in the, in the other side, like a good man, because I'm a good man. I think, I hope I'm a good man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Junior. I, I, have, I have a final question to you, and then I'm going to let you go. Uh, for people that are watching and listening to this, that have a big dream, it might be in karate, it might be in something else. They want to become you know, the best. They want to they really go after their dream, but they're afraid. They don't know where to start. They don't know how to do it. Like, What, what would be your best advice for them? Where do they start right after this, this podcast? You know, at the start, I was afraid too. So you have two points. Or you are lucky because you, are, you have someone that can see your talent. With me, it was my father. And in a lot of good people that I know, parents are, uh, are in an important part. Sometimes it's the coach, but a lot of time it's the parent. Or if you are old enough, you have to be able to analyze yourself before you analyze the other ones. And that was words, wisdom words that I had from my sensei, Jose Manuel Ejea. When I went to train with him, you know, I was like a, a young champion. He was really a, an icon for me, an idol. And he said, I remember his words, Junior, you're good and you are not good. And I look at him, well, what, what does he want to mean? You think all the time you are thinking about the other ones. What you have to do because the other one is doing Kizami Gyaku. What you have to do because this one is doing that. And you don't know what you do. You don't know what are your strong points, your weak points. So first, before trying to analyze the other ones by videos, uh, internet, and, and stuff like that, try to know yourself first. When you will know yourself 100% your good and your, your, your mistakes, you will be able to adapt to the other ones. And that's how the chess game starts in karate. Because even you are weaker than the other one, you can win. If you look back on your best performance uh, in your life as an athlete, can you just tell us a little bit what tournament that was and what your mindset was during that, that tournament? Uh, my, I had a couple good uh, tournaments in my career, but uh, one, of course, was uh, super important. And at that tournament, I was also pretty good fighting. So... I can call it easily. It was a world championship at home, 2014 in Germany. So first, I felt a lot of pressure before because uh, our whole federation, my family, my friends, uh, including me, we were speaking about this tournament for like yeah, for two, three, four years. We were planning for being there and performing as good as possible. So, but at one point, it was like uh, one and a half years before this uh, yeah, excitement, uh, excitement became a lot of pressure because I felt, oh man, we are coming close. So even it was uh, one and a half years left, but I felt already, 
now it's not just some sentences so i have to really i really have to work hard now so so i started training already but the pressure didn't uh, didn't disappear so i had to do something with my with my mindset with my mental strength and uh, i did some i had of course some some good coaches mental coaches and we had some strategies so i was for example putting uh like a little piece of paper i was writing that i want to have two medals at this world championship i was putting it in my in my pocket wallet you know in my my, my wallet just uh, every day when i went to the supermarket or wherever when i was opening my wallet i was seeing my goal so it was like always reminding me that i have to work out 100 every day there's no day off even i had a rest day i need to I had to think about about this goal maybe just for some seconds for some minutes just to be always in this mood and i totally went in this tunnel and this really helped me to come to come through the pressure you know the pressure then went a bit down and i was more focused for reaching my goal so but then there was there was happening something really <laughs> crazy at the tournament before my first match um the stadium was full so there were around like 14,000 people watching us so and of course most of them were or probably most of them i guess maybe 10,000 were germans so they were of course accepting something something big from from german fighters so i was before my first match i was in this warm-up area i went uh, or i sneaked through the tunnel where before you before you go out to the tatami to the fighting area and i was looking left up right and i was like boah this is so noisy there are too many people too crowded and this uh, you cannot imagine it was like boom and then i i really felt stress again a lot of pressure i went back to the tatami to my coach my coach is my 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 father also so and i was telling him Pop, I cannot go outside to fight. It's there are too many people. It's too hard for me. And I was almost because I had so much stress. I was almost crying because of the stress, and I, I didn't feel ready. So and he just said, "No, keep cool, sit down, relax." And I don't know how it is in in Sweden or in the United States, but here in Germany, once we want to cool down. We always have like espresso or something. So he was telling, <laughs> "Sit down, keep cool. I will, I will bring you an espresso and just think about, not think about to fight now. Just think about what you did the last one and a half years, two years, just to be here." And that, um, yeah, was was reminding me that I was working so hard, and that I'm ready, because. Uh, when when I looked outside the tunnel to the to the audience, I was like, "Oh man, I'm not ready for this. I'm not prepared." So when I said when my my pop told me, "So sit down," it really reminded me just to be, you know, that 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 I was feeling ready again because I knew I was working hard. I had no days off, even in my rest days. I was doing mental mental training. I was preparing my mindset. So then I went out. After I cooled down a little, I went out to fight, and I was in the shape of my life. I was uh, just going outside, smashing the other ones, and just stopped in the semifinal. Unlucky, actually, because uh, both 
he and me, we were punching at the same time. Also a big legend of our sport, Luigi Busa from Italy. And uh, he was getting two flags and I was uh, getting only one. But we need two flags to get a point. So, so fortunately, or lucky for him, and unfortunately, I lost. I was stopped in the in the semifinal. But in the end, I was uh, winning my bronze medal also against a really great fighter from Turkey. Then we went to the final in, in the team. So in the end, maybe no gold medal, but the performing I showed up was the best in my life. So and I'm really happy to see that because I always have this mindset. Uh, if I'm, it, it doesn't matter if it's sport or if it's uh, just having a good day or I don't know. If I'm giving everything what I have, if I'm pushing my myself to 100%, then it doesn't matter what what I succeed. If I'm coming home in the evening, looking in the mirror, I can look to myself and just being proud because I was. I was giving everything what's inside of me, what every, every, all potential I, I have, I, I try to show. So, and then it doesn't mean that I always need to win to be happy. The, I, I love that. My mindset. I, and uh, I mean, it, that's such a great lesson because not everybody can come so close or become a world medalist. Not everybody are able to do that, but ev everybody can become the best version of themselves, right? And they can perform to the best of their ability. So I think you're touching on something very important. Uh, if you really prepare and do the best you can, you are you are in a sense a winner, right? And I want to look. I want to look at. I remember when we had a camp together in Sweden. You were telling me before the final in the team that you and some of your teammates were actually playing video games, and that made you relax. And you won the, uh, your fights, and some of your teammates that were really uh, like tense did not. So can you just tell me about why is it important before a great performance to kind of do something completely different? Uh, I mean, for <laughs> it's true. We were we were playing like uh, two, three hours before the big final match, World Championship final. We were playing uh, PlayStation, so <laughs> it was kind of funny, but uh, it, it really helped me, especially me, just to cool down because um, I'm a guy. I'm um, be, before matches. Sometimes I'm thinking too much about what uh, what's supposed to be. What's you know all the all the the possibilities what can what can happen so that really cooled me a little bit down because there's once you're playing video games there's no time to think about something else because you need to be focused on that what's what's in the screen so uh and then i was i was relaxed i came to the warm-up area and then i had one hour just to switch i was back in the mood and i was winning my fight 8-0, so the highest score you can get in a world championship final. This was really impressive. And I'm sure, actually, I'm really sure that I couldn't uh, have this result because I was uh, nervous the evening before. I was nervous in the morning while I, have, uh, while I had a breakfast. So I felt in the morning I need to change something. I need to do something just to, to calm down, just to relax. You know, and that's why we were playing uh, video games. And then just went to the final. I needed this one hour 
one and a half hour just to switch my mindset and it completely worked out for me and then uh, this was great. really helping me 